have a, have a good story, you know? I think it all comes down to the story and characters, three-dimensional characters. Um, you don't want to bore the audience. It's very easy to bore the audience. Um, so just make sure you make a film that engages us. Um, and don't be afraid to tell a story that nobody's told before. Welcome back to Nothing Shines Like Dirt, episode 3-5. I'm Elise Sievert. And I'm Leslie Shannon. Today, we are speaking to award-winning director, producer, and writer Geoffrey Guerrero. We talk about him founding the Katra film series, researching film festivals, and his advice. Make a feature before you're 30. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, right. I think because if you've ever experienced the other, yeah. you know what I mean? If you've ever experienced people who you feel like don't respect your time, mm-hmm. um, the likelihood of you working with them again is very small, at least in my own experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've like noticed like, oh, they have another project. Mm, I don't really want to be a part of it, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that stinks. And I think that's something that like new, like n- people who are newer filmmakers should know how important it is to make sure that the people who are on your set feel supported and comfortable. Yeah. Cause everybody's doing it for a passion of, you know, labor of love. So it's feed the crew, treat them well, make sure they're happy. <laughs> you don't want them to leave screaming and, you know, hating somebody for not being fed or treated. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, and you're I, you're just gonna get better work out of people. Exactly. So then the yeah. project's gonna be better if everyone's happy and committed yeah. and yeah. So. Well, so what was this fundraiser that you were doing? I well, want to know together, all about it. Uh, I just put together a fundraiser for Puerto Rico and Mexico. It was just a small thing that we put together last minute because we saw that there wasn't much being done out there. So I feel like having a festival, a platform, um, we can help people. So what did you guys, so what was, what did you do in order to, so so we just, I, I united, I, I, uh, connected with some of the film partners that I work with, some film festivals and, uh, a a PR firm, PR organization, and, uh, just united our network to invite people to come out, donated a few hundred bucks. We raised a few hundred bucks and we donated to the Hispanic Unidos Foundation. It's an organization that supports what's going on in Mexico and Puerto Rico. Oh, that's really cool because that's been one of the things that I think is always really hard when you want to donate, figuring out the right organizations to mm-hmm. donate to, yeah. making sure that the money is going in the right. Yeah, that's yeah. everybody was asking us. Yeah, that was a big thing. It was like, where's the money going to? You know, yeah. We want to know where we got to follow the money. So I was like, well, it's going to this organization. Um, so, yeah, that's that's awesome. So I had the, the PR, Twins PR, Maritza Huerta. She's, uh, she founded this public rela- public relations uh, company and she did the research and found this uh, organization that seemed uh, legitimate or yeah, well think. they are legitimate so. yeah. you're, like, you're like they better be, they better be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go down there and track them down no no I'm sure I'm sure the money went well, to the there, right places. There, I think there's even um, websites dedicated to tracking charities and yeah. like what they spend their money on like because I, I feel like a lot of that has to be public knowledge, knowledge I yeah. don't know about international charities yeah. but at least in the U.S., um, I can't remember the name of the website too, but they're like rated like hey, four really? stars, five stars. I yeah. had no idea that existed. And um, you can see like what percentage like goes to 
staff salaries and their CEO versus okay. like actually oh, that's going for non- to for the, nonprofits. Yeah, for nonprofits yeah. in the states. Yeah, yeah, I know about that one. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. So then you feel More you safe. feel good. Yeah, you feel better right. about yeah. yeah. Well, because, I mean, first of all, there's a special place in hell for people who use, <laughs> like, natural disaster situations right. and things like that in order to make a buck. Like, I, agree, I agree 100%. I mean, special even, place. Even the, um, <laughs> that would be really they were talking mean. about the stores do it, too. They they raise prices sometimes. Oh, and, yeah. They were doing that. Yeah, they were doing that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's, that's a special place in hell. That's, that's, that's insane to me. Yeah. When you're a huge corporation... Like that is where you should be taking things down. Yeah, people just lost everything. Taking advantage of people, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty evil. I know it's. it's it is evil. It is. <laughs> yeah. Evil. Well, I mean, people. It's all under the guise of quote unquote capitalism, and I'm like, guys, no. This is called yeah. like human decency. Yeah. Like yeah. these people have lost everything. They might not have anything that they can, you know, I just, I don't get it. I know it, it boggles my mind. So, um, you were talking about using your film connections in order to help start this or to put on this charity event. So mm-hmm. tell us about the Katra film series and why you were inspired to start this, this series. Oh, wow. That's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have time. So I started back in, uh, 2008, I was in LA uh, and I had a film of mine in a film festival, a short film festival. Um, and I won the best short film. And I was in Santa Monica and this nice fancy house. And the award ceremony was in the back of the house with grass. And the guy who presented the award was standing on like this little platform. It just looked we- really weird. Um, <laughs> So I was, you know, I was there with my girlfriend. She was all excited and like, you won. And I wasn't excited. I was like, something doesn't sound right about this. Um, but whatever, I won Best Short Film and the prize was a development deal with this production company. Um, it ended up being bullshit. It was some scam they were running. They had like a pyramid. This is back in the Madoff, well, not Madoff, uh, when the economy tanked. Well, I guess it was during that yeah. Madoff, Madoff days. Um, so I, so nothing happened. I mean, they kept telling me, hey, just keep writing in the script. I had the script, but I was still rewriting. They're like, keep writing it, you know, we'll let you know when we're ready to go into the develop, you know, production process and all that. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then a year later, I find out the festival collab- fell apart and uh, the people who were running it uh, got locked up. The FBI was doing an investigation and it was they were running a big scheme where they were scamming all these big p- people in L.A. and... So fast forward two years later, I, moved, I came back to New York, uh, 2011, and uh, by, by then I was by coast. I was going back to LA and New York, and uh, I think that time I went, this, this was in 2012, January 2012, I went back to, to New York, to LA, um, and I had, a, I had a fi- another film that I was submitting to, to film festivals and stuff, and I was inquiring about you know, their submission guidelines, and this film festival, which shall remain la- nameless as well, <laughs> um, hired me to come back to New York and uh, run the festival here in New York with like no funding, no money, no nothing. And me being, you know, this, this young guy, hey, yeah, whatever, I'll, I'll come back. Let me see. Sounds like a great opportunity. It's a human rights film festival. Um, I came back here to New York. I ran the festival, did it for no money, spent money out of my own pocket to do some of the stuff. And uh, they never paid me. And to this day, they haven't paid me. And I said, you know what? It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Let me do my own. Let me create my own festival. And then that's how Katra Film Theory started. That summer, 2012. June 2012. 
Well, I mean, it sounds like a good reason for it. Tired of getting dicked over. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, well, I th- that's one thing I think as especially emerging filmmakers, there's so many festivals out there yeah. and it's so easy on Film Freeway or Without a Box to just like submit, 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 submit. Yeah. But you really have to do your due diligence you do. and you research. Very important. Filmmakers yeah. should always do their research because there's a lot of... Uh, what what like requirements like do you recommend for filmmakers to look for like i always people have said like if it's if it's been longer than three years say like if, if it's you're just three, yeah. starting it's out three, yeah yeah over three years i mean mm-hmm. just from that one experience they were only around for two years mm-hmm. um over three years and look into the prizes what are they giving away you know one thing with katra which you try to push is giving filmmakers prizes that help propel their career to the next level whether it be product services with actual like industry people who get things done um and so that's what we do at katra so you know if you see festivals that are doing stuff to help filmmakers help actors in some way then that's the festival to submit to awesome no that's a really good um that's something that you don't necessarily think about when you're submitting because you're just like oh I want to submit to this one and it looks like legit enough, but that's really interesting um, guideline to use. Like it's nice to get trophies and stuff and be, you know, awarded, but you know, if you're not getting, getting at something out of it, something that helps your career. A connection or a piece of gear. Yeah. yeah. There also might be some festivals. I mean, I've been to some festivals where, yeah, it wasn't like a monetary award or, or some prize, some tangible Mm -hmm. prize. Mm -hmm. Um, But you do meet people. So just see who, who are, who's behind the festival and what's what they're doing and how they're helping filmmakers. How did you um, develop your brand for your festival? Because I feel like there's so many like little niches. Like, are there things that you guys focus on with filmmakers, or or anything you want to contribute to the film community through the through the festival? Uh, we highlight socially conscious stories. We like to push stories that you know, highlight important issues around the world. Um, But we, our main focus is quality. We try to look for the best works out there. Um, But we're, and we're very inclusive of filmmakers from all walks of life. Um, But quality is one of our main driving forces in the next few years. So in order to submit to the Katra film series, what do you, what is, what's the process like? To submit? Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have a a submission platform on Film Freeway. Um, And so people can just, filmmakers can just go on there and submit. Oh, cool. Awesome. It's pretty easy. Film, film freeway. Um, for easy, anyone yeah. that's listening, don't, that doesn't know, like there's hundreds, not thousands of film festivals and you just upload your film and your description about it. And you really can like, you can just like click, click. It's like Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. It is. Oh, another thing is if it's, if you see this, you know, just what to look out for from film festivals is the, the submission fee. If the fee is over like 50 to a hundred dollars, just, be wary about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and too, it's hard. Like, um, I've been talking to friends too. Like when you're first starting out, you're like, I'm just going to submit to Sundance just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's good to, I don't know, do your research and, yeah. and know like who, are, who were the shorts that were screened at the last festival. And mm-hmm. you know, if a lot of them have a Hollywood star in it you know maybe yeah. that's not the best festival <laughs> yeah because it For, gets expensive when, yeah yeah it really does it does yeah if you're submit, you gotta that's another thing filmmakers should also think about when they're raising money or coming up with a budget for film is have a budget for some for festivals you gotta always 
prepare for that because you can't just submit to like five to ten festivals and if you get rejected by all of them quit Mm -hmm. you got to keep submitting it's like Mm -hmm. the ratio it's you know there's so many everybody and their mother is making a film these days so you just you need to have a budget and be prepared to get rejections and accept the rejection but keep submitting and submitting and submitting it to other festivals do you have any advice for um filmmakers needing waivers because they don't have the budget for for festivals like do you have people reach out to you guys we do yeah i mean we we do you know i we try not to do the waivers mm-hmm. just to even the playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do consider some mm-hmm. some requests. Um, I know some festivals, they adamantly refuse and some do, but we do consider, depending on the circumstances, like we get submissions from India and some backwoods somewhere where these these, these people don't have any money. Um, so we consider it depending on where they're coming they're from, from. Yeah, and their resources and, you know, they have mm-hmm. money to submit that's really interesting. Where did you come up with the name Katra Film Series? That's one of the things. I always find it interesting to know where the name comes from. So Katra is, uh, is the name of the venue. So I did my research and found out the, the Katra means uh, danger. Well, I just found this out this year. It means danger. Uh, but it's, uh, it also was an ancient Indian place where people would go to unwind. It was like a bar. People back in ancient India would go after a long day of work to relax and unwind. And so I thought filmmakers, you know, they love to, you know, after filming for, you know, 15, 20 hour days, they, they would love a bar to hang out after, yeah. after working so long. I, I think that's the best part of going to festivals is if there's good networking between, mm-hmm. um, I've been to a few festivals where they really set it up for success for the filmmakers to get to know each other. Yeah. And then you come back from that festival with another circle of connections yeah. for collaboration or support or whatever mm. it is which i know many filmmakers appreciate um going well, to i mean i think it's one of the biggest reasons why people do it is to have their film out there but also to meet other filmmakers because mm-hmm. you know networking can be less than fun sometimes no, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it was a great way for me to also meet and because i'm a filmmaker first so mm-hmm. great way to also meet and i've met some great people through the festival Mm-hmm. Um, How do you feel like having the festival has impacted you as a filmmaker? It has made me more critical of my work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, because we see a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, I gotta make whenever I'm making a film, I gotta make sure it's as good as cause good as what we're screening. You know. So. Um, you talked about quality. That's what you look for in a film. Like, are there things? You know, for people that are getting ready to make a short or or a web series or whatever, are there things that you would put as a priority or recommend to them to have a, have a good story? You know, I think it all comes down to the story and characters, three dimensional characters. Um, you don't want to bore the audience. It's very easy to bore the audience. Um, so just make sure you make a film that engages us um, and. Don't be afraid to tell a story that nobody's told before. You know, tell your story. I always tell filmmakers, tell your story. You know, it has to come from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you're first starting, I feel like no matter what level you're in, there's always a part of you in your films. Yeah. Um, but especially when you're first starting, you know, they yeah. always say, write what you know. But I mean, right. they say that for a reason. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is because, you know, that tends to be the most compelling story and you're able to, to nope. give it the justice that do, exactly. do its justice that it needs. Nobody could tell a greater story than you. Oh, I like that. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it yeah, sense. it totally does. Um, yeah. So um, talk about, you just had a film that, that, was at the Soho Film Festival, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, there was one, it was also somewhere else nearby. It's screened at the Soho Light, and Lighthouse? Lighthouse Film Lighthouse, Festival in yes. New Jersey and um, October Film Festival. I just screened a couple, last week. last week, And it's screening at the Big Apple Film Festival in November. November. Oh, wonderful. Oh, good, yeah. What week in November yeah, is that? Yeah, tell us so we can... It's a Thursday, I believe it's Thursday, November 2nd. Okay. It's either Thursday or Friday. I think it's Thursday. Thursday, cool. Thursday at 9.15 p.m. at the SVA Theater. Cool. Very oh cool. yeah, you yeah. send us that information. We'll share it yeah, with our, our community yeah. so that they can go and see it too. What's the name of your your film? A uh, prerequisite. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. saw the trailer for it. It looks yeah. it looks good. It, it looks was, funny. And it, and yeah, it's, it's it's funny and, and edgy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I collaborated with the writer producer Courtney Camarota. She uh she wrote it. We met at the Lighthouse Film Festival last year, and she's like, hey, I got a great idea. I want you to direct this film. So I was like, all right, let me read it <laughs> first. So I read it, and I was laughing my ass off, and we worked, we workshopped it for a few weeks, and then just shot it. We, re- we literally did it in like a month and a half, like fast. From, from She voted on a plane, plane ride from L.A., and and um, and then we went into, we spoke about it for a few weeks, and then went into production and edited it. It was, it was a crazy shoot. Yeah, talk about finding collaborators at film yeah. festivals. I know, no <laughs> joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this was, this was, she's, she's great. She's, she's great. I brought her on board as well as a producer for the festival because she was so good. That's oh, wow. So she's been helping us out a lot. That's amazing. That's yeah. like the ideal, you're like the poster child for networking at, <laughs> at, filmmak- at filmmaking events. Um, what are you working on right now? Are you working I on? I have a, a feature um, that I'm doing, putting the finishing touches on script and uh, i've been working on it for three years and in the raising the money now so what avenue are you going about to raise private private investors i did the kickstarter campaign before it's a lot of work and i, think, I feel I think like you have like, one of those one, in you yeah, you have it, one it. of those in you I, 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 and after then all, your friends are all like that's it yeah no more handouts yeah you know? so like, well, dude, and no. just <laughs> energy and time of yourself it, yeah. you know it, it, it's it does a take a big lot of commitment yeah, it it's is. a really big commitment so that's awesome. Have you done a feature before? No, so this, this is my first debut. Yeah, it's really waited exciting. A long time. Yeah, um, it's time. <laughs> it's great. That's yeah. really great. But it's a big endeavor. It Did is. you you wrote it too? I wrote it. Yeah. Okay, what's it about? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, caught me on the spot. <laughs> it's a it's a, a it's a it's a Russian gangster story. Ooh, Russian gangster thriller. Oh, awesome. Um deals with a lot of stuff I, I, I have this short film called J1 that I directed a few years ago and it's roughly based on that it deals with human trafficking and and uh, corrupt real estate landlord so light subject matter very light yeah, yeah very light yeah, that's, yeah. I went from prerequisite which is pretty light to, to this yeah that's good though I feel like it's nice to like vary it up yeah like have some have some variation in there. I love mixing. Like every film I do is just completely different. I just love to mix it up always. Like do something that challenges me and you know takes me out of my element. Yeah, like, that's yeah, how you so, grow as yeah. an artist. Yeah, yeah so scary to do, but it's like it is very, very important. So since you said you have so many different pro, like that you, you feel like your projects are really different. What do you think is like some like underlying theme that goes through all of the projects that you like to participate in? Oh, no, wow, that's. That's a great question. Because um, there's always some theme that I notice is online. Um, deception? Ooh. Being misled? Like, yeah, that seems to be like a running theme. Interesting. Yeah. 
No, because I mean, there is something that attracts you to stories. And it's, I think it's really interesting to kind of figure out, hmm, why am corruption, I? Corruption, you know, corruption is a big thing. And that so, I, I've, so, I've noticed that. And, yeah. And, so some sort of like you know, social injustice yeah, along with it. Yeah. Well, shining, why, yeah. shining a light on it. Shining a light, yeah. Shining a light, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. So how did you get um, collaborators with your film series? Because I noticed that you have like some big, because um, um, the Red is Red, one yeah. of your partners. And um, I'm trying to remember who some of the other ones were. But Canon, um, can't, yeah. Pond5, Everyone Matters. So we start, So when I started the festival, I uh, had a film as part of this uh, national film competition called Film Your Issue, which are coming back again next year. Um, the guy who founded it, Heathcliff Rothman, um, I have to mention his name cause he's been very helpful with, since I started the festival. Um, yeah, it, it, he put me in touch with a lot of people to start the festival and, and then I started reaching out. I just people I meet through work or at my events. You just like reach but, out to them? Yeah. Just be like, Hey, would you like to sponsor? You'd be surprised if you just ask, people are willing to help. Um, at least the people that I've asked. Um, so yeah, the people I've been fortunate that we've had these sponsors and people come on board to to help us out and support filmmakers. That's awesome. What do you think is harder, starting a film festival or making a feature? <laughs> That's a great one. They're both hard. Oh, I, yeah, I, people always ask me about the film festival thing. I'm like, good luck. Yeah, just good luck. I mean, I mean it has to be so rewarding. Like you're, it is immersed in like you get to watch a lot of awesome films great you're gonna meet a lot of awesome filmmakers like like and talk about networking even that even from that yeah um but yeah i can't i can only imagine the work of just the tedious stuff you yeah. know I, I mean i'm ready to go back into making films yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. the film festival thing is just it's, it's a lot there's a lot of different elements um filmmaking i think is i like being outdoors and you know when you're making film festival you're indoors all the time in a screening room or in my boxers at home, mm -hmm. <laughs> in my laptop, you know, mm -hmm. so, I, so for me, I like to be outdoors and filming and working with people. Yeah. As a, as a director, um, do you have any kind of processes to help decide a style of a film or are there certain styles you gravitate towards or do you feel like you're I'm still sorry, like, I the first oh, as a director, okay. like, like when you're sitting down with a new script, like how, like what's your process of like figuring out what the look and the feel and the tone of the film's going to be. Do you do you storyboard everything out? Do you make a concept book? Like I'm a terrible drawer. Yeah, <laughs> I, do. I can't. I can't storyboard for the life of me. Um, <laughs> do you I, know what I draw I do? stick figures. Stick. I figures. take photos. Photos are great. Yeah. Of rehearsal. Yeah. I don't know. That's, That's my great. thing. I, I can't draw either. I, I, I'm like a two year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't. I do stick figures on the script sometimes, but photos. Video, rehe yeah. I rehearse, I record the rehearsal. Um, and also I look back on films that inspire me and look for certain language, the way I want to tell the story and try to go back through the film history that I know. Are there certain directors or films that really have influenced your work? Ah, oh, so many. Um, I like the 70s filmmakers like Coppola, Scorsese, Brian De Palma, Spielberg. Um, and I'm a big fan of the old school, you know, French New Wave, Italian neorealistic filmmakers. So, yeah, there's a lot of different um, films that I love. <laughs> <laughs> but you saying that, too, like you get an image of that that era, too. Like there's like a different, like the 
coloring and the feel of it, it's a little more gritty. Yeah. Which I feel I, like. I'm, I'm attracted to that. I like that gritty nature. It just makes it more authentic. I think cinema nowadays is becoming very polished with all these new cameras, high def now, 8K def, 8K cameras and well, stuff. And CDR and stuff. Yeah, like, I think it, it's just too, too perfect. Yeah, you know? too pretty. Too pretty. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, I, I, I like that old school grittiness in cinema. Yeah. Um, what's your process with working with actors on set? Like, do you do you do a lot of rehearsal? Do you? I like to rehearse. Yeah. yeah, I like to rehearse. I know people, some filmmakers, some really successful filmmakers, they just refuse to rehearse. They love to make it have have the performance be spontaneous. But I like to, I like to be in a room and rehearse with the actors because I discover stuff I don't see mm-hmm. beforehand in the rehearsal. So. Mm-hmm. And it helps you plan. I think yeah. for your shoots, it makes your shoots more seamless. Exactly. I feel like. Yeah, you and actors always bring something to the table. <clears throat> they have something that you never envisioned when you wrote the script, or you know, when you're coming up with a shot list. The actors bring a whole different element during the rehearsal process. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Between writing and directing, is there one you gravitate more towards? Directing. Directing. I'm a terrible writer. I can't. So it's kind of out of necessity. Writing. I feel That's like a, a lot yeah, of directors, yeah. you know, yeah, write yeah. out of necessity. That's right. This was so this film that. That, I, that my recent film, Prerequisite, Courtney, she wrote it. So it was the first time working with a writer. So that was a whole new experience collaborating with somebody. So that was fun and what, challenging. Were there any, yeah, what, what did yeah. you learn by that kind of collaboration versus? Um, well, she also produced the film. It was just, just you know, we're going to be, I got to <laughs> learn to work with other people. That just, <laughs> that, that, that right off the bat is, is, uh, is a challenge. Um, but, you know, telling the story, you guys have to come find a common ground. You know, she has mm-hmm. her ideas. I had my ideas. And we just have to figure out the best film that we can make with It's almost like ideas. finding a language to talk to each other in. Because yeah. sometimes you are thinking the same way, but the way you articulate it yeah. to the other person comes out in a way they, they're not processing. And, mm-hmm. and I've had so many conversations where, like, after you talk through it, you're like, oh, we were both thinking the same thing. We were just... <laughs> Going different ways yeah, about it. That's yeah. so true, though. That's, it, that is true. You yeah, know? And it's... Happened. Yeah. It's, like, such a um, delicate but interesting kind of relationship. And, yeah. and that of itself is also something that's, like, created while the film's being Maybe, created, yeah, you no, know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you gotta, communication is so important, especially before production and during the production of a film is... And different things are are more precious to, you know, like... Yeah, There's certain parts of the story the writer feels very strongly about. There's certain things even an actor coming into a project, you know, sees the character a certain way Mm -hmm. that, you know, the director and writer might not realize. And then ultimately, it's the director's vision, too, which being a director, having to articulate that to people and... It's like getting their trust that yeah. that you have this vision and you can you can make it kind of you have to make it some of it seen to yeah. the team. Yeah, yeah, no, you no, it's, it's very important. And you know, like us talking about this makes me think like if only our government could work more like a film <laughs> set. I feel like we'd be in a much better place. Much better right place, now. right? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, listening to yeah. each other and collaborate. Like I mean, ultimately, I think that for me over time is what I've realized so much that I love about filmmaking is mm-hmm. I love this like idea of like creating something with other people mm-hmm. and this like collaboration and this feeling of, uh, of like making something come into the world that didn't exist uh, before. It's like putting a baby out there. You know? Yeah, it is. This, this, this big undertaking. Um, 
Yeah, no, I can I can't say it better myself. <laughs> no, so I mean, but it's uh, man, it is. But that's why it's addicting too. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's very addictive. <laughs> it is very very. <laughs> Do you um, work with different DPs or do you have a DP that you like to, to collaborate with or how do you find your team? So I, I used to work with a, a DP. He passed away. Oh. He was like my go-to guy. Um, so I'm sorry I've been about working, that. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. So he went to Liberia, shot a film and caught malaria. Really talented guy. He was on the cusp of great. He was, wow. He's done films on Netflix and done big stuff. Um, but yeah, so I just, people I meet, some you know people I went to school with. I went to school at at Brooklyn College, so I studied film there, and um, so I know a few people. So when I have a film, I'll make a phone call. Hey, you want to be in my film? <laughs> not, if I could afford them, uh, they'll do it. <laughs> so you like working with people you know, and you've worked with I, I before. Do, yeah, yeah, I do. But I'm willing to work with new people, you know. If, yeah, it's always good to work with people you know. But if you know, no, I, I, mean, I just feel like a lot of people. I mean, you gravitate if you've worked yeah. well with somebody. Yeah, if you gel well, yeah, yeah. as a collaborator, yeah. It's all about the gelling. Yeah. You know, some people you can't work with and some people you can. I mean, you got to find the right, everybody's different. So you got to yeah. find the right collaborator. Especially yeah. director DP. I feel like it's really important for you that guys is. to be on the same page because you're like the right and left hand of each other a lot of times. And so. Like pilot and co-pilot. Exactly. You, know, you, you want that plane to fly. You better have a co-pilot who knows what he's doing. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, Elise, you, you should ask your favorite question. Oh, I was. I oh, have good. I have another question oh, first, great. though. Awesome. Um, I, I was I was going to say. Um, well, for, I'll ask my favorite question. My favorite question Sorry. to ask people <laughs> is, "What is your um, passion? Pro- like, if if you if someone was going to give you a budget of like unlimited funds, like what kind of film would you want to make tomorrow? If today they were like, here is you know thirty million dollars to make a movie." 30, that's it? Or whatever, 30, whatever, like 100, whatever. Million, you know? 500, a billion dollars. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. <laughs> okay, now we're talking. A billion dollars. Yeah, now we're talking. I want to remake Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, very yeah. cool. Big fan of that film. Very, very cool. Sweeping vistas and all these nice. There you go. Yeah. I like that. That's a really good answer to that question. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that film. <laughs> yeah. But I can like see it like remake now and Laura, yeah, it's a different yeah. what you could yeah, yeah. what, what, could what would you what would you want to alter or what would you want to like like what would the remake what why do you, why do you want to remake it other than the fact that it's an awesome film I think that's the only reason it's awesome <laughs> that's, it's just so awesome that's a good enough reason it's a good story it's, back it's to the story. story yeah story exactly story it'll get you every yeah. time <laughs> um I, the other thing i was going to ask like if you could tell your younger self a piece of advice for filmmaking what would that be be a lawyer or something <laughs> 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 i don't know a doctor or just don't, go, don't go into film. Uh, so just, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I, um, make your feature film before you hit 30. Because uh-huh. I'm over 30. So I've, I wish I had done a feature film when I was like 25 or 26. That's, that's good advice too. Uh, there's themes talking to filmmakers that come up and acting, mm-hmm. just acting and doing is a big one where mm-hmm. people are like, just do it. Just yeah, get to work. Good, just yeah, do it. It doesn't have to feature, be perfect. Feature, it doesn't have to be amazing. Just do it. I've always had this thing about feature films. Like it has to be perfect. It has yeah. to be a masterpiece. You yeah. Because it's your first feature film. So, and I always pushed it because I had friends who were doing features and I was like, ah, oh, you know, 
I want to make sure it's a little bit better. Um, so I kept pushing it and pushing it. And I feel like you can't make a perfect... And then I would show my script around. And, you know, you, some people love it. Some people hate it. So it's like you can't please... Film, you can't please everybody with film. No. You can't. You just cannot. You have to so remember have to, people go see Steven Spielberg and they hate his yeah. stuff. You know, like it's not yeah. even people that are of that caliber. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's still people that don't like their film or don't like their work. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's, yeah, exactly. And he's still making films. Yeah. Like it's a fact. You just got to go out there, find the way to make it and make it. So I think that's what I would tell my younger self is don't wait for the perfect feature script. Just work on it for a while and then make it. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that is the thing that's like hard. Like we talk, I feel like we talk about this almost like every episode. Yeah, there's, I mean, we, I don't know, as artists, there's these things that we all go through as humans even, you know? I mean, there's so, I I feel like act, taking the step of acting, jumping off that ledge is such, it it takes so much bravery and courage that Mm. it's just safer to stay back. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're an accountant and you want to do something else or, you know, you're a lawyer and you want to open your own practice. Like you have to like jump off, the ledge and right, do it, it, takes, it. Takes, yeah, and you gotta sure. trust yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, yeah you just have to trust that it's gonna be and, and that's the thing too is because I think we have such ideals about what we want our work to look like well, we that, wanna control it right oh yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but it's almost like the more people you piss off perhaps the better your film is <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah because well have you guys seen Mother like, I haven't seen, seen it yet I, I, I know I've been wanting to go it, it's yeah. a love or hate with yeah. that one yeah. oh yeah I have literally did heard. you see it yeah I did what were your thoughts about it it's a divisive film yeah yeah <laughs> which so, yeah. which I don't want to like, give it away yeah no you don't you don't have to but um at the I mean my thing is well people are talking about it mm-hmm. doesn't That's matter the thing. it doesn't matter it. Yeah. that people don't like it they're talking about it and it's affecting them in some way and at the end of the day um, I, I was I was watching I went to um, Fall for Dance last night at City Center mm-hmm. um, and I was talking to my friend about like at the end of the day people want to come to the whether it's the live theater or a movie theater and they want to feel something like mm-hmm. you have to tell a story and make them feel something and that that's your in is like how can I tell this story and take the audience on a journey so even if it is not a feel good or or I don't get it or I don't like this or it's divisive or whatever like yeah. people are talking about it and they have an opinion about it which I think is like they kind of did their job right yeah they did <laughs> it comes back to the filmmaker you know they had a vision yeah it was an original script and they just whatever yeah put it out there let's make it you know I need I'm sure to go, people I probably were like oh, the script is weird what is this I like well he I mean they've also once you're I mean, you're able to take those risks too yeah. with a big budget once you've established yourself too. And yeah, exactly. that team had done that. So yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. They made some really controversial films, <laughs> which which I think is um, good because sometimes mainstream Hollywood is not taking those well, risks. They're, they're not. They're and not, they're they're, not taking those they're making remakes and they're making you know more sequel. Yeah, yeah, and it's like let's let's again get back and like make the audience feel something or yeah. tell tell a really good story that hasn't yeah. been told before so i think yeah. it's come i think it's going to come back i think cinema has a way of you know going through yeah. these it goes through these cycles every yeah. decade or so so i think it's well people back will back. get sick of it they'll get they'll bored get sick of it. like oh, again another yeah, Spider-Man yeah. another yeah <laughs> it's yeah but it's also too i think that tv has like television and television like um episodic content has started mm. to 
fill that void. That's true. Yeah. And so I think in order for film to be able to keep up and to keep people with their butts in the seats, mm-hmm. they're going to have to start they're expanding gonna, and cuz if they don't, I think are. people Well, are even stop look going. at the movie stars are doing TV shows now. Yeah. And it's because it's good content. It's stories that haven't been told, you know, mm-hmm. like three-dimensional characters. Yeah. 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 For sure. But I think virtual reality is going to be the next big Oh, thing. yeah. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Do you see 3D? Everybody thought 3D I, was going to be a big thing. In I think it is, too. Different. And I think it's fascinating to think about, like, making a movie, like, almost like immersive theater. Like, how, yeah. do, you, how do you make a movie where you have control exactly over what the audience sees versus not having control? And, right. like, they can go anywhere. Yeah, right. How do you tell a story like that? And who the people that are going to figure it out first? I think you're right. It's no. going to be. I've talked to somebody about this before too. Yeah. Like the like, you know how um, the books where you like pick your own adventure, choose mm-hmm. your own adventure. Mm-hmm. I think like if they can figure out a way to make that work with with film, um, yeah, it's all over. It's yeah. gonna. It, I mean, I mean talk are, about needing a big budget for that. <laughs> you guys are onto something here. <laughs> if only I had so, any uh, ideas uh, around you know, it. You know that billion dollars we were talking about? <laughs> we're working on yeah. that. Yeah. I think you guys should think about some company. You know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, where can people find you on online and, and to get in touch with you if they want to? And find your films too if you yeah. have any online. Um, I'm Vimeo. You can find me under, under my name. There's a couple films and trailers you can see. Um, but the festival website is Katra, K-A-T-R-A, filmseries.com. You could find out all about it. Oh, so we have our grand finale coming up in February. February, I just finalized the date, but I forgot. It's February 6th or 7th. It's a Tuesday. Okay. So in February is our grand finale, grand finale at the Alamo Drafthouse Theater in downtown Brooklyn. Um, and that's when they win the prize? That's when we, yeah, we're screening the top works of this year, and we have some big prizes what up. are some of your guys' prizes? What are some of the prizes? So we have Canon uh, giving away a prize. We have Pond5. Uh, we're still working it out. So we yeah. have a few yeah. other. Yeah. Pond5, Canon, um, and a few others. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All awesome. Right. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. No, thank you for having me. It was yeah. a pleasure. First awesome. podcast, you guys. De- de- yes. You guys deflowered <laughs> me today. Yeah, <laughs> we've, uh, we've we've they're becoming pretty popular, so I'm sure yeah. there's more on Ooh. your horizon. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. Thank no you problem. so much. Right. Thank right. you. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.